How can we express our gratitude to you? How can we thank you enough? For the marvelous are the things you do. Great are your works. We bless you this morning. We honor you, Lord. For you are a miracle-working God. By your goodness, you perform wonders in our lives. Thank you for the great work you have begun this year. Thank you for the wonders that has begun in our year of your goodness. We thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you. Father, we ask that it will not cease, but it will continue in the life of every individual from here to all the branches. In the name of Jesus. Do things this year that will marvel your people, that will surprise us, that will make us to sing a new song, that will make us to shed tears of joy. Blessed be your name forever. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We are set for your word this morning. Let your word bring light to every dark path. By the entrance of your word today, we shall never walk in darkness again. And let your word have a free course. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give a big, big, big clap of to Let us see that. Help me welcome the person next to you. I'm happy to see you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. You're most welcome to the presence of the Lord. I believe your life will never be the same. First Chronicles 12, 32. Let me repeat the scripture. Uh, our brother, Uncle Sylvester read for us. First Chronicles chapter 12, the verse 32. And of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding. Everybody say understanding. Of the times. Say understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do. So every time and every moment has certain things you must do. And certain things you are not supposed to do. I'm sharing with you a message I've entitled, The Changed Man. The Changed Man. But I want you to, before that, I want you to appreciate the new year the Lord has brought us in. That is not just an ordinary year. And prophetically, the Lord has told us this is a year of his goodness. Don't take the theme for the year or what God has designed to do in our life this year. Don't take it for granted. So you must understand the times that we are in. Don't say it's an ordinary year. It's just a normal year. I mean, just normal thing. Every year is, 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 is I mean, it's just a year. It's just like the, no, 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 no. This is a different year for you. You must understand the times. Be like the sons of Issachar who understood the times. To know what Israel or Christ Jubilee or you ought to do. So there are things that you must understand and do them. Because of the understanding of the times that you and I are in. Their chiefs were 200. I mean, praise God, there were so many. Those who understood the times were many. May we become many in this place. Amen. 
who understand the times and know and knowing what to do and their brethren were at their command let's read the other scripture in luke chapter number five from the verse 36 and no one having drunk old wine no please 36 38 then he spoke a parable to them this jesus no one puts a piece of cloth from a new garment on an old one otherwise the new makes a tear and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old i don't think anybody here will will do that you not take your old clothes you are you are throwing away and buy a new one you say i want to make design an international design i'm sewing the old with the new together how many of you will try that you you are so smart you are a fashion designer you will try that one let me see your hand i think we have some interest here will you do will you try it how many of you will try that an old cloth you are throwing away you buy a new one say i want to make a design you sew the old with the new together will you try it no i mean common sense will not make you to do that and no one puts a new wine into an old wine skin because when the thing is new there is a lot of pressure so if you want to put let's say a new wine in a bag that is polythene whatever it is at the moment it touches it it will certainly burst and I, I, okay, that's what I said. And the new one will burst the wine skin and be spilled. And the wine skin will be ruined. The last verse. But new wine must be put into what? In new wine skin, so that both are preserved. Now, because God doesn't want to waste the resources and the blessings this year, there must be the new to receive. I mean, there must be the. I mean, I mean, I mean. The, the container must be new to receive the new blessing. Amen. But I want you to understand this morning that God is a God of new things. This is a year that God wants to show you his goodness. So please understand the times that we are in. Please don't forget that we, we serve a God of times and seasons. He's a God of times. In Daniel 2.21, please, Daniel 2.21 and Acts 1.7. He said, and he changed the times and the seasons. He removes kings within the times. So every time God has what he's always doing. I told you this story before. One day one man of God told us. He said he saw that a man has been like this. And he saw a hand from the back of that. I mean held the shirt from the back of somebody who was bent like this. And took him from where he was. And the same hand took him. The man who was sharing the story with us. Took him and placed him at where that man was. And he realized that God has changed positions. He changes the times and the seasons. Within the times and seasons, he removes kings. So at a particular season, a particular time, God does changes and raises up others. He gives wisdom within the times and the seasons. He gives wisdom. So in a particular season, a particular time, God gives wisdom and knowledge to those who have understanding of the times. Now, if you don't have the understanding 
within the times, like the sons of Issachar who understood the timings, the season that they were in. So you miss say, God's, you, you, I mean, you miss what God has for you in that particular year. So please understand that we said the God of times and what? And seasons. He himself created days and out of the days we have weeks, out of the weeks we have months and out of the months we have what? Year. These are, I mean, in Genesis 1-3 and, and the, God, the Lord created the heavens and the earth and all the verse 3 says that was the first day. So there is a God who created the days. He said when you meet together the first week so there is a God who created the weeks. He said, when the first moon appears, there's a God who created the, the, I mean, the months. He said, now, when the year ends, there's a God who creates the years. So the one who created the years knows what he does within every day, within every week, within every month, within every year. This is a new year that God has ordained for you. That is something new God is doing in this new year of his goodness in your life. Yeah. Understand the times that we are in. Don't take it as a normal year. Oh, last year they said it was a year of supernatural speed. I didn't say anything. Now they say it's a year of uh, God's goodness. You take it literal. If you take it literal, you remain literal. Understand the times and the seasons that God has brought us in as a church. And please also understand that God works with times and he works with seasons. He works with times and seasons. In Genesis 12 verse 1, he called Abraham and said to him, I mean, Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3, he said, the Lord called Abraham, said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will, bl- I will make you great. I will, I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse them those who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be what? And yet when God gave the promise to Abraham, Abraham didn't have a child. Abraham was childless. He didn't have a child. But God said, out of you. And God was dealing with Abraham according to his timings and his seasons. When Abraham, I mean, for so many years, God promised Abraham the child was not coming. In Genesis 15, Abraham began to tell the Lord, said, Lord, God appeared. He said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do this for you. And he said, Lord, Genesis 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am assured you, exceeding great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, will you, what will you give me? Seeing I am what? I go childless. And the heir of my house is Eliezer of that. I'm in Damascus. You said I'm, through me you are going to bless the nations of the world. But Lord, I don't even have a single child. But God knew what he was doing. God knows what he's doing. Every promise God has given to you has a timeline. You will not miss it. It will not pass you. Abraham, look and have given me no no spirit. Indeed, no one born in my house is my heir. Verse 4, please, up to verse 6, please. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be. Ah. The one we are thinking will inherit you will not be the one who will inherit you. He said, But one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Glory to God. 
Then he brought him outside um, and said, look down toward heaven and count the stars. If you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Even though you are childless today, but my promise to you is, is, is tacked with timings and seasons. You may be childless, but let me tell you, you will never remain childless forever. The timings of God for your life. Listen to me. You have not seen certain things in your life, but this year, according to God's timings and God's seasons in your life, you will see that miracle, you see that breakthrough, you see that child, you see that marriage, you see that job. It will happen to you life in the name of Jesus. I said it will happen to you in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Along the way, even when God gave the promise, still the child was still not coming. Then in Genesis chapter 18, God sent angels to confirm the word to Abraham. said, please, I told you you have not seen it yet, but let me tell you, the promise is still coming. Genesis chapter 18, from verse 7 to 15, please fast for me. Glory to God. Now, and Abraham ran to the head when he saw the angels, took a tender and good calf, gave it to us as a young man, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and a calf which he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree as they ate. Then they said to him, Where is Sarah, your wife? Still, the promise had not come to pass. So he said, Here, yeah, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time. Everybody say the time. According to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, even though I gave the promise about 15 years ago, I gave the promise about 10 years ago, but let me tell you, according to the set time, I will visit Sarah. And behold, Sarah, your wife shall have a son, even though she's an old woman. Please listen to the timings of God overrides your weaknesses and overrides what you find. Your, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If God says you marry at the age of 90, you will marry 90 at the age of 90. If God says you will give birth at the age of 50, you will give birth. At, please. The timings of God overrides human understanding. That, listen to me. The things you have written on in your life, don't write them off. Oh, it's too late. This thing cannot happen. Don't deceive yourself. God is bigger than what you think. God is bigger than your situation. Don't take... Please listen to... Let, let, let me continue. I was telling... I mean, according to the time of life, and behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent, door which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old. Can you imagine? Well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of what? She has what? So from the human point of view, she had passed the age. Row. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after I have grown old, you did not give me child when I was young. What kind of God is this? When I was looking, desperate looking for the thing, you didn't give it to me. It's not now that I'm old, you are come to promise me a child. Your timings are not God's timings. The things you expect to happen to you now, God knows why he's delaying them. Not really delaying, but he knows the timings for that thing to happen to you. After I have grown old, shall I have a pleasure? Now that I come to tell I'm going to marry what do you mean? What kind of God is this? That's not that's the question you have been asking yourself. You are saying, I see God blessing you. No, 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 no. I see God changing your life. No, no, how can this be? I see God giving you a husband. Oh, no, no. When I was even beautiful, I didn't get none of my the wrinkles are on my face. A husband for what? 
I see God turning things around for you. God is giving you a husband. Ah, when I was even, did I have a child? I didn't get a husband. Now that I'm born two, born three, I'm going to have a child now. I mean, I'm going to have a husband now. Listen to me. Don't let your mind and your situation determine what God can do in your life. After I've grown old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being my, my husband to an old man. And the Lord said to him, why does Sarah laugh? Because when the Lord told her, you're going to have a <laughs> and, and why did Sarah laugh? Shall I surely bear a child? I mean, in an old age. Is anything too what? In, 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 in God's timing, nothing is too difficult for God. When the timing is right, at the appointed time, appointed what? Yeah, so there's always a timing for what God wants to do in your life. I will return according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have what? A son. Roll. Please fast, 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 fast. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not lie. He lies small. I mean, this, I don't know if this one is a holy lie or whatever it is. No, I didn't lie. But the, the, was lie. But the point I'm trying to make here is that, by the end of the day, whatever God has promised you, according to his timing, it will never delay him. I see God's promise becoming real in your life. Now, in Genesis 21, from verse 1 to 3, the promise was fulfilled after waiting for 25 years. Yeah. Now, therefore, swear to me by the God that you will. Genesis 23, please. 23, verse 1 to 3. Yeah, 21 from verse 1 to 3. Please, sorry. 21 from verse 1 to 3, please, sorry. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had what? And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old At the set time, at the what? Of which, and the children of Isaac understood the times. If you don't understand God's timings for your life, you go ahead of God. If you don't understand God's timings and God's settings for you and God's seasons for you, rush. I quite remember some years ago, I had 10 different passports. I just wanted to travel out of the country. All my friends were traveling and I wanted to travel. That time she also traveled to France and I also said, wherever she is, I must also be there. <laughs> Love wanting to. Ten different passwords with ten different names. Yeah, those years. I'm telling you. So maybe you don't, you don't come from. That's what Kuma say. We we like we love travel, you You know. Yeah. As far as we won't travel. Boga has come. Hey, no, 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 no. But after some years, they all refused me visas. Only one embassy gave me visa in 1997. Korea embassy. <laughs> The password is when I got the visa on I couldn't even get money also to buy a ticket. And up to now, the thing is still there. Uh, are the levers not closed? Hallelujah. Jefferson, understand God's timings. No matter how it delays, it will happen life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 from verse 10 to 11. Ecclesiastes 3 from verse 10 to 11. Ecclesiastes 3 to 11. Now therefore, what have you on hand? 
Ecclesiastes. I have seen the God, the God-given tax with which the sons of men are to be occupied. He has made everything beautiful in his what? In its, in his what? There is a timing for you. Follow God's timing. Not yourself. Don't run before God. Or behind him. Wait for his timings. Hallelujah. He makes all things beautiful in its. It, it's in its time. The timing of that particular thing. Please, we need to appreciate God's timings. And you may be looking for something, but if God's timing is not right for you, it may not manifest. If the timing is not right, whatever you are looking for, if the timing is not right, it may not happen. I'm going back to the scripture in 1 Chronicles 12, verse 36. About the children of Issachar. 1 Chronicles 12, 32. And of the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. There are things you must know or there are things you must know to do at particular or certain times. And there are things you are not supposed to do them at certain times. There are certain things you must learn and you must know by understanding, by knowing the time. There are certain things you must do at certain times and particular times. When you miss that timing, sometimes the timings of God comes in opportunity. When you miss those opportunities or those timings, sometimes it becomes very difficult for you. Hallelujah. Amen. There are things you are supposed to do them now. So there are things you are supposed to do two, three years ago. According to God's timings. But you are, no, you, I mean, you are not so sensitive enough to know what God was leading you to do. And it passed you by. There were certain steps, there were certain moves you are supposed to make. There were certain choices you are supposed to make some years ago. You have to know what you ought to do at any time, at any moment, what God is expecting from you to do. I remember one day I met a certain man of God. He spoke to me about his life. I mean, personally, I've come across a lot of men of God who have shared their life story with me, life stories. And they've told me how they miss God's timings for their lives. And how they missed opportunities. It will surprise you. I know pastors now who are about 70 years and they are still renting. But they had a lot of money. They had a lot of breakthroughs. 70 years, they are 70 year old pastor still renting in somebody's house. Miss God's timing. Not opportunities don't come their way. Opportunities came. The, the, even one I'm talking about right now, which I know, he even went to stay in London, traveled to London in and out, but he couldn't even understand the timings. That opportunities may not always be there. I must take advantage of the timings of God and do something so that tomorrow my life will become a blessing. Look at what it says. He said, to know what Israel ought to do. You must know what you are supposed to do this year. And what you are not supposed to do. 
This year wouldn't be like any other. You must know what this year. May God give you the understanding. To, everybody say understanding. understanding. Please put one, one hundred. Say after me. Say in the name of Jesus. Father, give me understanding, Father, give me understanding. of the times. And to know what to do and what not to do. Please thank you. I'm telling you. Because sometimes if you don't take the right steps at the right times, you miss certain things in your life. May God help us. Amen. I said, may God help us. Amen. You can't live certain lifestyles at certain times of your life. No, 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 no. You can't live certain lifestyles at certain point, at certain moments of your life. No, you can't. You, know, you, you are past that level. The things you are doing now, you are past there. You are past there. You are past that. You can't live certain lives at certain times. You can't. If you see a young man, small boy, drinking and smoking, maybe the understanding will be that. You understand that, 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 that person a bit because that person is, is not matured. He's a young person. He doesn't understand life. But it's not you who has passed certain things. You have got to know certain things. You, you have certain experience. You have, you have known how life is. You are mature. And you are doing things small boys do. Children do. You don't understand the times. No, you don't understand it. There are certain, I mean, certain times in your life that are certain things you have to, you have to avoid them. Because at, at that timing, you can engage yourself in those things. In First Corinthians 30 verse, listen to what Paul said. First Corinthians 13, 11. First Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away what? Some men are still behaving like children. Because you don't know the times. Now I'm telling you, you behave like a child. You talk like a child. You act, you do your things like a child. How can you get money? The first money you get is to buy a car. And when you don't even have a land. You don't understand the times. You don't, you lack understanding. Look at your age. You are still eating. You get, you buy this. You are still buying things for yourself. And you are renting. You lack understanding. You don't understand the times. If you don't take a time, we'll catch you up. By the time you realize you've made it, you're, you're a big fool out of yourself. When I was a child, I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish. I put away childish things. The times have changed. I can't still behave as a child. I must pick up because the timings are different. The timings are what? Understand God's timings for your life and the steps to take each moment of your life. May God give you understanding. 
I said, may God give us understanding. Amen. There are certain mistakes you are not supposed to make them. I'm telling you. At the time is where you find yourself. Can you imagine a, a married man behaving as if you are single? Or a married woman behaving as if Do you know there are married people who still want to behave as single? They are married, but nobody can have, their husband cannot have control over them. They are married, but their wives cannot tell them to run it. They are, they are on their own. They are married, but still they are young people. I mean, you lack understanding. No, I'm telling you. You go out and come in at any time you like, hanging around with friends, you, like, you are still a child. No, I'm telling you. You are still a baby. You lack understanding. You are a young woman. You are still, I mean, you are growing, but you are still playing this man here, that man here. You have never thought of getting, settling down. You lack understanding. By the time you realize the time is passing for you, you keep changing them. Pleasurable life you are looking for. You are not growing younger. Understand the times. Why are you? You Do you know that sometimes in God's timings, God can bring a certain man to use not your class, but he's the one God has ordained for you. You lack understanding. You lack the understanding. You lack it. Sometimes the men you look at that supposedly that they will be good and great husbands may not even be. I want the one this also. I want the one like this. I want the one like that. I want a young man. A young man who can really help me. Because I'm growing. I want this one. I want that one. I want a woman who is working. I want a woman who is a professional. I want a woman who is so so and so. I want a woman who can, who can speak English well. I want a woman who is fair. I want a woman who is uh, this and that. And the time is going. You are missing God's timing. If you have understanding of the times, you will never miss God's timing for your life. I said, you will never miss God's timings for your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. I said, receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that God will deliver us from certain mistakes. Amen. That we are not supposed to make a certain periods of our lives. Amen. Recently, somebody told me, I think last year. said, a woman of 70 years was divorcing the husband. Oh, I said it here. 70 years. She wanted to divorce. Sometimes when he hears about things, it surprises you, eh? And I ask the person, ask the woman for me, will she marry again or she'll not marry again? <laughs> Hallelujah. May God help all of us. Amen. God works with times and what? In Isaiah chapter number six. From verse one. I just want you to understand God's timings and know that you are not taking the year for granted. Oh, it's just a year of uh, God's goodness. Whatever happens. Your mind is not even on it. Some of you, if you, if you ask you, what is the theme for the year? What God has given to you? You don't even remember. When you close from church. It's, you can only remember when I say it. 
Don't take it as an ordinary year. But it's a year of God's goodness indeed. In the year that King Uzziah died, I, Isaiah, also saw the Lord. From my version, he said, I saw the Lord on the throne, high and lifted. According to Bible history, they said Isaiah was already prophesying before he had this revelation. This time, God confirmed his prophetic ministry. He said, the year, not every year, years have passed, but there was a particular year that he saw. There was a, in the year, and he made reference to the death of King Uzziah. In that particular year, please listen to me. In this particular year of 2020 of God's goodness, you will see the Lord and the God's visitation over your life. I don't think you believe what I'm telling you. In the year, not any other year. Forget about the past years. But we, it's a new year. And God is about to do great things. You must be ready for it. Don't use casual approach about the things that is happening in this year. Don't, don't be casual about what is happening in this year this year. Hmm. Please also don't forget in God's timings there is there are places and there is a place. <laughs> in God's timing there is there are places and there is what? A certain place. Everybody say a certain place. A certain place. In God's timing there are men and there is a certain man. In God's timing there is there are days and there is a certain day within the days within the year there is what you call a setting a particular thing god has ordained for your life we call it a setting now go with me to genesis chapter number i think 20 28 genesis 28 verse 10 and 11 This was when Jacob took the blessing from his brother Esau and he was running away from home. Listen to what happened. Now Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went toward Haran. Look at the verse 11. So he came to a certain place. Everybody say a certain place. And stayed there where he saw as a setting. You can't describe the thing, but it's a certain place. And he stayed out to why? Because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place, of that certain place, and did what? And put his head on it. And he lay down in that place to do what? To sleep. In the night. Continue. In the night. Row. So he, so he, and then he had the dream at where? At where? No, at that certain place. Ah, yeah. Oof. So there are places, but there is a certain place for you. Yeah. And please listen to me. There are even men, but there is a certain man. All the men you have been meeting, among the men, there is a certain, a certain, there is a certain man who will make things to happen for you. It's in the Bible. Let me show you. Go to the Genesis 37, 14 and 15. That he said to him, Please go and see if it is well with your brothers and well with the flocks. Talking about uh, 
Jacob, um, uh, Joseph, and his father. When he, uh, Jacob sent his, uh, Joseph to go and check on his brothers. And when he went, he couldn't find them. And he was just, the guy was just roaming. Ah, where, where are my brothers? Where are my brothers? What are they? But when he was roaming, he met a certain man. That he said to him, please go and see if it's where, where with you. That's what this is the father sending the boy. And says, where with your brothers? And bring back word to me. So he set him out of the valley of Hebron and he went to Shechem. Now, a certain man found him. And there, it was this certain man who showed him where the brothers were. May you meet that certain man. I said, may you meet that certain man this year. May you meet that certain woman who will lead you to God's destiny and God's purpose for your life. You will never miss that certain man. You will never miss that certain woman. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say, that certain man. That certain woman. Say, that certain place. You will never miss your place. Any place you find yourself that is not among the setting, may God disconnect it from that place in the name of Jesus. Any man or woman you find yourself who is not a certain, may God disconnect you from them. In the name of Jesus. I say, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I say, glory to God. Hallelujah. Not only that, there are also certain days. There is a setting. In Luke chapter number 8. The verse 22. When the Bible talks about certain, it means that thing is strange. Something wonderful. He said, now it happened on a certain day. This was the day that Jesus said to the disciples, let's go to the other side. To cast the demon out of the man who was at the tomb. A certain day that man received his deliverance. On that certain day. All days are not the same. All weeks are not the same. All months are not the same. All years are not the same. There are certain years. There are certain months. There are certain weeks. There are certain days. You will never miss your day. You will never miss your week. You never miss your month. You never miss your year. In the name of Jesus. A certain day. This man was set free. Let's go over to the other side. And they went, and the man was demon possessed, was liberated and set free. Ah, this is a year that all bondages over your life, over your destiny, is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. The oppressions of the devil through sickness, through shame, reproach, setback, stagnation is broken over your life. This is your setting here in the name of Jesus. Say it is my say my year of certainty. It's my year of certainty. Say with conviction, it's my year of certainty. It's my year of certainty. Yeah. It's not just an ordinary year. Don't take it casual. Because you end up as a casualty. You may not partake of what is happening. It takes understanding to walk in what in God's timings and seasons. If you don't have the understanding to walk in God's timings and seasons, you miss it. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. So please believe that God has something new for you this year. The year of His goodness, He has something new for you. I said, The year of His goodness, He has something new in the year. <laughs> Don't forget, He's not only the God of old, but He's also the God of the new. Ancient of days, yes, but he's also the God of the new. Ancient, um, 
How, how do you sing that one? The God of the new. <laughs> he's not only the God of old, the God of our fathers. He's also the God of us now. Glory to God. In Psalm 40, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 40, verse 1 to 3. I waited patiently, God's timing, for the Lord. And he did what? Inclined to my ear. So even for your prayers to be answered, there's a point of waiting. And he inclined to my and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit. Aye. In his timing, he brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the miracle, and set my feet upon a rock. This will be your story this year. Yeah. And establish my what? My steps. You make giant strides this year. Yeah. And the steps you take, God will do what? Establish. When he said the Lord established my steps, remember, whatever moves you make, he establishes them. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. May God confirm your steps. This business is confirmed. This job is confirmed. This relationship is confirmed. This career is confirmed. This traveling is confirmed. May God establish your steps. This problem, I hear the Lord tell me, promotion is coming to you this year. It is confirmed. It's established. It's what? It is established. established. Now, when it is established by God, nobody can do anything about it. Because that is God's timing. Because when the timing of God is up, even if you are nineteen, you can still give birth. It overrides human's weaknesses. I'm telling you. Verse 3. Look at verse 3. What is the verse 3 says? He has put a new word. So he's not only the God of the old, but he's also the God of the word. He has put and please this year may we hear new things. Amen. I said, may you experience new things, new things, new things, new things. I'm gonna shout new things. Are coming on my way. He has put a new song. You have been singing the old song for long. God is giving you a new one. Praise to our God. Many. Not small. Many will see the new things and fear. And they will trust in your God. Ah. You don't want this to happen in your life? You don't want God to do this in your life? It is happening to you life this year. Say, it is happening to me life. It is happening to me life. Glory to God. New things. New, 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 new. Glory to God. Isaiah 42. Eight to nine. Isaiah 42, eight to nine. There are many scriptures, but let me just read only this one and I stop. 42, eight to nine. I am the Lord. That is my name. <laughs> Sometimes God is so humorous. Eh? He said, if you doubt me, let me tell you, I am God. And it's me. That is my name. If you don't know my name, I'm telling you. <laughs> and my glory. Don't forget, I, I've always tell you about this this scripture. And my glory, I will not give to anyone. I've told you three things belong to God. Number one, he said, the glory is mine. Don't share God's glory with anybody. That's what people tell tell me in this church. Also, you have done well. People ask us, hey, don't kill me. Don't kill me before my time. I have not done anything. 
We are just instruments God used to do all that he's doing. So to God alone. So three things belong to God from this scripture, the glory. Number two, he said, vengeance is mine. Vengeance. When people offend you, leave them with God. Let God deal with them for you. No, no, no. Don't fight them back because the way God will treat them, you can't treat them like that. He said, God said, if you are vengeance with me, I will give them to drink their own blood. If God decides to punish your enemies, will you, no, you, 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 what can you do? Some of you, your enemies are even too powerful than you. you your enemy can even arrest you. He can, he can put you in cell. But God is bigger than your enemies. And number three, he said, the tithe is also mine. So three things belong to God. Number one is what? Glory. Number two? Vengeance. And number three? Tithe. So don't take what belongs to God. Now that's just by the way. And my glory, I will not give to any other. He said, because of what I'm going to do in your life, I will do it in, to the point that you know it's, it's me who is doing it. Nor my praise to carved images. Look at verse 9. Behold! Can we read this together? I want to go. The former things, 2019 is gone. The former things have come to pass. And what? Ah. Hallelujah. Tell the person, God is doing new things in your life this year. It is, there are new things, new things, new things. Everybody say, new things. Say, we come. We say, new things. God is doing in my life this year. Say to me, I will never miss my portion. Hallelujah. Amen. The new things that God is doing, which has already started, please cannot be put in an old container. That is where the change begins from. It's a new thing. It's a new year. New things are happening. But the new things cannot be put the new wine cannot be put in old wine skin. So because God is about to do something new, the person in the person that because you are the recipient of the new things God is about to do. So the one receiving the new thing must make sure that he's prepared and he's set to receive the new thing. That is where the change comes in. If God is about to do new thing in your life in 2020, then you cannot be the same person you used to be. The changed man. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say the changed man. The changed man. Say we confess. Say the changed man. The changed man. Now, in let's look at the scripture. Matthew nine sixteen and verse seventeen. It's the same thing. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment for the patch pulls away from the garment and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into an... You see, God is so smart and so wise. Or else the wine skin break and the wine is spilled and the wine, the, the wine skins are ruined. But they put new wine into what? The new things God is doing this year must have new container. And both are what? Both are what? God doesn't have a problem blessing you, but can you preserve the blessing? Can you preserve the goodness 
that you want to bring on your way this year. So God is waiting on you. Because please listen to me. If you are not standing right, if you are not prepared, you can miss the blessing. You can miss the goodness. And please listen to me. If God wants to bless you, he blesses you heavily. He's a big God. He does big things. It's a heavy blessing. So if you, when God gives you this money this year and you are not standing, you are not prepared, you will collapse. The things God wants to do in your life, if God doesn't wait for you to stand very well, you will leave the church. So if you, if you see small money, we will not see you again in the church. No, I'm telling you. Your, your, your real you. Now because you, are, you don't have anything that you look so humble. Now I'm telling you, the way you are, you look so humble. But let God bless you with certain things, certain small, small things. You see the way you raise your shoulders. Yeah. The one who told me that, he looked at my face. One of the leaders who, who one, I, I ordained as a leader in this church. He came to the church, church. He didn't have anything. I don't know, where is uh, Atiso? Um, Papa, where's Papa? He's travel, right? I think that day, that was the first time Papa came to church and that Papa brought that person to church. This was about over 10 years ago. The, the guy came nothing because he was living in your house. He came with nothing. He joined the church and when I saw his commitment, I, 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 was, he was, I asked him to get close to me, very close and we were praying and believing God and he began to, God opened it, he began working. When he got the job and ordained him as a deacon, I was giving platform, even, he was even, when he, moved, he was preaching from here. When he got the opportunity, a leader he was not coming to evening service. And he doesn't call. Because our rule is that if you're a leader, you're not coming to church, you have to call, inform us. He was not coming. One day, I, I met him at the gate. He said, ah, when you don't come to church, you don't even call. Look at what he told me. He looked at my face and told me, I don't feel like calling you. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> you think it's easy for us as pastors, eh? Somebody I know where he's coming from. He said, I don't feel like calling you. Just at the gate here. My God. You're saying, my God. Yeah, my God. You hear things, you keep your mouth shut. I said, ah, it is a blessing. Now you're sitting working, they have employed you as an accountant somewhere, and you're doing something well. Now you have raised your shoulders. He said, when the new wine is poured, so that in a new container, so that they can be what? Be preserved. Allow God to work on you so that you can preserve the blessing. So if God allows you to marry certain times, you divorce quickly. Because the way your character no man can handle that. Summary. Oh, are you sure? Yes. You said the way you, the man, the man, the way you are, you are too stingy. No man, no woman can stay with you. Mr. P.O.P. But naturally, God created women. They, I don't know how God, but women are those who, who they love money. If you want a woman to fall for you, give her money. Even us of mamas even love money. Children, oh. 
I'm telling you. No. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm bound with you. No woman loves struggling. I'm telling you. Take it from me to help you. The young men, take it from me. Eddie, did you hear that? Take it from me. Pasake, Anan, did you hear? Uh huh. Serious. What is the way you are saying? You are moving your head. I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's just by the way. But it's important. I pray you never miss God's blessing. Now, when you are not standing well, you can miss what God has for you. Many a time, God moves in a certain day, certain weeks, and certain months, and all that. But we are not well prepared, and we are not standing well to receive what he has for us. That is why we sometimes miss God's blessings, and we miss the touch of God, and the change in our lives. Sometimes, God's timing may be right, but you may not be standing right. Sometimes God's timing may be right, but you, where you are standing, you are, you are not getting understanding. You don't understand what God, because you are not standing right, so you don't see what God is doing. God wants you to make a move. God wants you to take a step. But because you, you, you are not standing right, you can't hear God. You can't know what God is trying to do. You don't know the timing. It look 19, 41 to 44. Please hurry up. My time is up. Luke 19, 41 to 44. Now, as he drew nigh, this was Jesus when he was going to Jerusalem. He saw the city and wept over it. Say, if he had known even you, especially in this, your what? A day. The things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when you, you, your enemies will build an embankment around you. Surround you and close you in on every side. On every side. And level you and your children within you to the ground. And they will not leave in you one stone upon another. Because you did not know the time of your visitation. You didn't know. God was visiting you. God is coming to you this year, but you didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know. So it is possible. It is possible to miss God's timings and God's visitation in a particular year. If you are not standing well, it's possible. It's possible. That's why the chain man, by God will next week, I'm going to share with you how to stand well to receive the goodness of the Lord in the year. The position to receive what God has for you. My, my emphasis today is for you to know that God works with timings and you must understand the timings. Amen. Understand time that God is doing something new in your life. You must stand what to receive them. Now when God comes to visit you right now, I want to bring a miracle to you. Where will he find you? Some of you will be found on a, on, on a man's bed. I don't know. <laughs> Where's my company? Have I said anything bad that you have said? <laughs> you never miss God's timings for your life. I pray none of us in the name of Jesus. This year. Because you missed. You didn't know the time. 
your visitor comes to you, your Lord comes to you to help you, to bless you, to make a way for you to, but you miss it. You didn't know. Jacob missed it the first time. I've seen a lot of people who have missed God's timing, so I'm telling you. By the grace of God, I learned from the experience. Yeah. I learned from a lot. Learn. You see, one of the major ways to learn, it's not only learning from books. One of the ways I learn a lot is from observations. I watch a lot. I look a lot. I listen a lot and I learn. I learn from people's experiences, bad ones and good ones. I'm telling you. I learn. Yesterday, I heard another thing in the evening about a man of God who is not well at the point of dying. I remember what he has been doing for God for all these years. We were going to see him after service today, myself and my wife. We were going to see him and talk to him and ask questions, observation, observe. I've seen people. I've seen people suffering. Suffer. Observation. You don't listen to anything. You don't watch anything. You are just going like that. Just going. Just going. People have really missed God's time. I'm telling you. Missed God's time. One day I had a call from one certain, somebody. He said, please, I beg you, the money you have been sending to me, let it come quickly. Listen to this. Let it come quickly. Because there's a lot of people, apart from the church, there are people outside the church also support and all that. Certain men of God. He said, let the money come quickly. I said, why, please? So no, other pastors are also de- depending on the same money. I was shocked. So I was shocked. Other pastors are depending on the same money. I said, whoa. That's why he told me that this person is over 70 years, he's still living in a rented house. That's what he told me. 70 years rented. And this man had to went to London up and down, London, up and down. God can visit you, but you can miss the time. You miss the time of your visitation. You didn't take advantage of it. Your strength will not always be there for you. I'm telling you. You look at me. Jacob missed it the first time. Genesis 28. We have read about. Let me read this a bit for you. Please, fast, 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 fast. Uh, start from verse 12. Let me see. And he said, do not lay your head on the Genesis 20. Okay. Then he dreamed. Okay, please go back. Thank you very much. Go back to verse uh, okay, 11. Good. So he came to a certain place, as I spoke about. He stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. And he lay down in that place to sleep. That place, that place. Then he dreamed. And behold, in, where he slept, he had a dream. And he saw a ladder. That was set up on the earth, and it's top, it's top reached the heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. So he had a dream. He saw a ladder, like from the ground to the top. And angels were rolling on the ladder, going up. Up. Then he dreamed. Please roll. And behold, the Lord stood above it. Whoa! At the top of it, the Lord was there. And I am the Lord, God of Abraham, your father and the, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, 
I will give it to you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south. In you and in your self-seed, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Look at all these promises. Oh. Behold, I'm with you and I will keep you everywhere you go. And I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Ah, then Jacob, listen to this. This is where the problem, the problem came from. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I didn't know. Ooh, the Lord is here. I didn't know. The Lord is here and I didn't know. So if you think God is not in this church, because we are not performing miracles. I pity you. No, I'm t- I, p- I pity you big time. You better change your attitude towards God before things begin to change for you. Now I'm telling you. We don't say, hey, you. I see this. Hey, hey, you, your head is like coconut. You, I see they are using your head as a football. So you think God is not here. That's what you like. The Lord was here. And I didn't know. He missed it the first time. But the second time, he didn't miss it. He learned his lesson. Genesis 32, verse 22. And he arose that night, took his two wives, his two female servants, 11 sons, crossed over the four Jabok. Please roll, to 30, please roll. He took them, sent them over the brook, sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. He had the opportunity once again. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his, of his hip and the socket of Jacob's hip and was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go. For the day breaks. But he said, I will not let. Hey, I missed it the first time. Oh. When God appeared to me, I didn't know. But this time, I've seen God. I won't let you go. Unless you do what? He could have gotten the blessing the first time, but he missed it. But the second time, he said, I will not let you. So he said to him, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. Then he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob. Ah. For you have struggled with God and with men. And you have. Somebody's prevailing this year. You missed it 2018. You missed it some years ago. You missed it 2019. But you are not missing it in 2020. Say after me, I am not missing it in 2020. I am not missing it in 2020. Yeah. I'm telling you. Because sometimes when you miss one opportunity, sometimes it takes a quiet before another one comes. Sometimes. Not all the time. He learned his lesson. So much depends on you and I this year. On the year of God's goodness. God is set, but you have to make the most out of it by positioning yourself very well. To receive well from the law. By the grace of God, God willing, next week, I will share with you how to position yourself and myself very well for God's goodness into 2020. In Jesus' name. Can you stand to your feet? Stand to your feet, please. My lifetime. Oh, I will give God my lifetime. My life. 
lifetime, my lifetime. Oh, 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 oh. I, I will, will give God my lifetime. Oh, if I give God my lifetime. Oh, He will take care of me. Never let me down. Oh, I will give God my life. Oh, He will never, never, never. He will never, never let me down. Oh, I will give God my life. Please, in the name of Jesus. Father, I stand before you today, and I plead for mercy. Help me to understand the times and the seasons to know what you have for me this year help me not to miss the blessing help me not to miss the visitation i'm not taking this year as ordinary but i know it's my year of your goodness indeed help me to position myself well to receive your goodness can you please lift up your voice and talk to god for one minute talk to god you're praying only this prayer talk to god right now pour your heart to god Talk to him. 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 Help me, Jesus. 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 Help us, Lord. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Help me, Jesus. Help me not to miss the blessing. Help me not to miss the goodness you have for me this year. Help me to position myself well. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. As all eyes are closed, if you are here, you have not given your life to Christ. I want to give you the opportunity. Everything begins with him and ends with him. If you are here, want to surrender your life to Christ or rededicate your life to God, just lift up one hand wherever you are. Let me pray with you. God bless you, my brother. Anybody else? Okay, another hand also there. Anybody else? All right. Those who have lifted their hands, please pray this in prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for my life. Lord, I'm a sinner. Because of my sins, came to die for me. I give my life to you. Change my life. Help me and save me. From today, I'll follow you. I know you are the son of God. And I know you came from heaven. From today, I receive you. Be the Lord over my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Now, the grace that brought you may that same grace keep you. May the Lord preserve you. You never miss your way. This year, you see the goodness of the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Can you please, all of us, as our eyes are closed, just lift up one hand. Say after me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus. With all humility, I believe with all my heart, this is my year of your goodness. Help me not to take this year as a normal year, but a year of your goodness indeed. And help me to position myself 
to receive your goodness. I declare in the name of Jesus. I will never miss God's goodness this year. I will never miss God's visitation this year. I will never miss God's encounters this year. My life will never be the same. Whatever that will disconnect me from your goodness, deliver me from it. Help me, Father. In Jesus' name. Now, according to your declarations, let it be done unto you. And I declare it is well with you. And you will see the goodness of the Lord indeed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you.